Welcome. In this podcast, Ruth Ann Torero interviews Allison Metcalf of Tourism Ireland on everything travel advisors need to know about selling Ireland. Welcome, Alison, and I'm so happy to have you here today to talk about all things Ireland. I'm glad to be here, Ruthann. Thank you, and we're here in New York uh, on a, a bit of a chilly day, and so I'm looking forward to chatting about some cozy experiences and to learn more about the destination. So again, welcome. Thank you. Uh, let's talk about the vibe in Ireland. And so what's happening? What's the most exciting thing to you that's happening there these days? Well, I think, you know, the most exciting thing for us uh, in terms of tourism is we've seen an incredible increase in American visitors traveling to the island of Ireland. So over the last uh, five or six years, we have seen the number of American travelers increase from one to two million. So that's exciting for us here, promoting the island of Ireland here in the United States. In terms of, I think, what's happening in Ireland, I mean, it's a very vibrant destination. And what I love to see every time I'm back, and I'm back a lot, is the the constant investment in new products and experiences, the desire to innovate, because we realize it's a, a really competitive market out there. And an island is a destination that is a destination that allows visitors to easily immerse themselves and easily scratch below the surface. So when I'm back, the, there's always something new to see, uh, whether it's on the food scene, the music scene, the cultural scene. So I think what Ireland offers, and, and sometimes people don't always realize this, it offers a variety of experiences. And it's a very sort of multifaceted destination. There's something for everybody. And you know, we're trying to position Ireland for a variety of different customers and uh, with some success. But you know, we don't take that uh, lightly. Uh, we work hard. And, and uh, as a small island, tourism is very important to the economy. And one in ten jobs are dependent on, on tourism oh, on the island of Ireland. So that's very significant. So when I'm back, it's just great to see that investment and just to see the, the vitality and the experiences. And that gives us so much more to talk about when we're out, in, out on the road. Which is great. It's not the same old, same old. Let's talk first about how easy it is to get there because some advisors might not necessarily know all of the different gateways and how really accessible it is to get there. It is. As an island, if you can't get there, it's very difficult to grow business. So we have seen a significant increase in direct air access. Right now, there are direct flights from 16 gateways across the United States. So that includes all of the West Coast, uh, Seattle, Los Angeles, San Francisco. Uh, we've just seen uh, Dallas open up. Um, all down the East Coast, uh, we've got, obviously got Chicago, but we've got Philadelphia, New York, Boston. Again, uh, too many to, to name, but mm, sure. it's very easy to get there. And I think what also um, some advisors don't realize, particularly on the West Coast, I mean, you've got that direct access, just nine hours. And if you're coming from the East Coast, five or six hours. So you can be, if you're selling on the East Coast, you can be in Ireland, in Dublin, quicker than you can be on, you know, West Coast of North America and way more braggable. You know, you're in Europe. We we are the first port of call when you're considering a trip to Europe. Um, Ireland is your first port of call, or as we like to say, it's the next parish over. (laughs) Exactly. It's in the neighborhood almost. It is. It's so great from New York and Boston to have such Absolutely. a quick flight, for sure, especially with the way people are pressed for time these days, and they can get to some place fantastic and not have to spend so much time traveling. It does, and it, it opens up other types of trips, too. I mean, certainly you can take a almost a, a long weekend, certainly from the East Coast, you can go out on a Thursday night and back on a Monday. Uh, for those people looking to sort of dip their toe into the water, perhaps it's not uh, going to be their main vacation for some of the younger travelers that want to uh, perhaps focus on you know, Dublin urban city breaks, that works really well. Um, and it's, of course, it's very attractively priced, that, you know, particularly if you're traveling uh, in the off-season. So easy to get to, lots of choice, um, year-round access, and that's absolutely been critical and it's been a big driver of our growth. 
And let's talk about the food scene. You mentioned that in a conversation we just had earlier. And, um, you know, what's the reputation of food in Ireland and how is it evolving? The reputation in Ireland, I mean, I think Ireland's food reputation is gathering momentum over the last 15 years or so. There really has been a a culinary revolution uh, right across the island of Ireland, driven to a large extent by many of our great chefs, as well as the, the uh, artisanal producers. Uh, and I think wherever you go around the island of Ireland, if you just think, of, if you start with good ingredients, and Ireland is pretty much organic, we have a temperate climate, you know, fresh air, green grass, you're never far from the ocean. With good ingredients, you really can't go far wrong. So in terms of what's on offer now, I mean, we, we actually ask people before they, they travel to Ireland, we ask them about their expectations across a variety of factors. So do they expect there to be great scenery? What do they expect the culture to be like? The overall experiences. And we score very highly in terms of their expectations before they go. Food is always a little bit more, they think it'll be okay. But right. then, and foodies know that it's, it's brilliant. When they come back, it's always the one area of that experience that has, has really surprised them. So like many other European countries, I mean, Ireland uh, offers a variety of food experiences. We've got great food markets, opportunities to go foraging, opportunities um, to learn to make bake Irish soda bread, brown bread, or, or take a traditional Irish uh, cooking class, opportunities to dine right across the spectrum. When we talk about great food, I think it's important that we don't always sort of attach it to Michelin-style restaurants because yes. we have a, a good number of those, 16 or 17 in Ireland. But we want everybody on the island of Ireland when they're traveling to have a good food experiences wherever they are, the bed and breakfast, the gastro pub, the cafe. So using those local ingredients and telling the story of Irish food, the provenance of, uh, of that food, is very important to anybody involved in the, the food industry, anybody involved in hospitality in Ireland. Um, so back to your original question, the reputation is increasing. Uh, it is a food destination. And one thing I should mention is, um, and we just launched this year, is something called Taste the Island. And this is a, a three-month event that is putting a focus on the culinary experiences across the island of Ireland from September, October, and November. And it's a island of Ireland-wide initiative, so it's Northern Ireland as well as the Republic of Ireland. And it's an opportunity to uh, experience um, some, some really sort of top-notch flagship food events, whether it's food trails, and there's food trails in most of the most major um, cities now around the country, go foraging to undertake some custom experiences. It's really putting a spotlight on food, because we know it's the biggest currency in tourism. And you know when you're planning a trip and you have a client, they want to have a great culinary experience. So food in Ireland, I have to say, is second to none. And for those that haven't discovered it, I would invite them to come over and enjoy it. And it plays into so many trends. First of all, it sounds like you you can have so many experiences based off it. You're not on necessarily just a motor coach, you know, waving at the scenery. You can get off and be a part of the scene. So you're with the locals and the whole farm to table and the natural food, the organic, all of that great stuff that people are really seeking now. Those are the bragging rights I think people want. Michelin star restaurants for sure. Um, live on and and that's uh, definitely an iconic thing that people want to do but it's sometimes the simplest meals that are the loveliest moments that people remember when they travel. Absolutely and and I think that's the the really important part about it. I mean I think people want that authenticity. Uh, They want to understand where their their food is from so I think you'll have wherever you travel in Ireland, restaurants, gastro pubs, people take pride in fact. Take a look at a menu and you'll be having it could be a pork dish from um, Paddy's Farm down the road Mm -hmm. or 
it, it'll be you know the local fish that was just caught three hours ago off somewhere along the wild Atlantic way equally so there are opportunities to go out with some of the, a mussel farm go out into Killery mm. Fjord and you can go out there on a boat you can be part of them hauling those mussels out their rope mussels out from the the water and then again you, you're part and parcel of pulling them off the processing and then you have a wonderful seafood dinner on the edge of Killery Fjord or many other locations so it is about authenticity and I think American travellers typically like to get off the beaten track they like to explore they like to get under the skin of a destination so they can come back having learned something having experienced something and above all having had fun Exactly, exactly. And now let's talk about who travel advisors should be targeting for Ireland. I mean, certainly heritage tourism. Many of us are Irish and want to go and see where our families are from. But that is not the only market. Can you talk about the broad band of who goes? I can. And as you mentioned, I mean, certainly if you have Irish heritage, it goes without saying it's a great destination. But I think it's really important to point out that the majority of our travelers are they're culturally curious travelers. They don't necessarily have Irish heritage. In fact, um, about two thirds of our travels have absolutely no Irish heritage. So we're saying Ireland is a great destination, no matter who you are. So if you are interested in and you have clients who are interested in cultural attractions. So people are essentially traveling to the great landscape and scenery, wonderful uh, stately homes, castles, built heritage, our unique cultural uh, and artistic offering. And that can manifest itself in a, in a variety of ways. It could be festivals, it could be theater, it can be music. And again, it's that unique DNA that we have in Ireland as it relates to music and art and to culture. And of course, we're, we're um, well known as a, as a destination of a, a land of saints and scholars through our literary mm-hmm. traditions. So a culturally curious traveler. Increasingly, Ireland is also, within that as a subset really, is luxury travel. Um, And we know luxury travel means different things to different people. But in terms of the the basic products, I mean, in terms of accommodation, we have wonderful accommodation experiences, a wide variety of, of, you know, stay in a castle, stately home, manor house, as well as some of our our cozy, more uh, country inns. Again, it's those the opportunities to create custom bespoke itineraries are all there. Again, um, to have access to private homes, um, art and architecture tours, food, foraging, screen tourism, all of those themes lend themselves to putting together something as custom and bespoke. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ireland is a relatively small destination, so the beauty of uh, whether you're working with a, a DMC or working with a, a US tour operator here is they have access through to put together these very sort of bespoke products. So. Luxury, we're seeing a significant increase in, in our luxury travel business. Also, active vacations. Mm-hmm, um, sure. Increasingly, um, people are selecting destinations based on their interests and their passion points. And active vacations are becoming an, an increasingly important motivator for travel. What are some of the things they can do? Like what? Mm-hmm. Hiking, mm-hmm. biking. So if you want to cycle along the wide Atlantic Way or you want to go uh, you know, walking, I mean, throughout, uh, throughout the island of Ireland, I mean, we've got a huge number of walking trails. And again, That's you can lovely. do both guided and uh, self-guided. So whether you want to be you know, hiking in, around the Ring of Kerry or you want to be up, up along the, the, the Causeway Coastal Route in, in Northern Ireland, I mean, there's huge opportunities there. We've also got cycling greenways both um, uh, on the east coast and islands ancient east and also along um, in the wild Atlantic way. Golf, of course, oh, is, golf in Ireland is huge, is huge for, yeah. for us. Um, and it is the Lynx Golf. Um, so that's those seaside courses that really um, are of interest to American travelers. We have some of the um, the world's leading golf courses, one third of the world's links courses are located in the island of Ireland. And we've had a very exciting year for, for, for Irish golf, particularly this year in 2019. Um, 
the Open Championship uh, came back to Royal Portrush. Um, it, it was the first time it had been back since 1951. And just the, the amount of media coverage that the spotlight was put on Northern Ireland and indeed on Irish uh, Lynx Golf has been phenomenal. Um, we're home to Royal County Down, which is, is uh, the world's number one course, according to you know, uh, Golf Digest. Uh, but again, throughout the island of Ireland, I mean, we've, we've got wonderful links courses, both the signature courses that people want to play, whether it's County Down, Royal Portrush, Ballybunion, La Hinch, but there's also a lot of hidden gems, uh, and it is those links courses um, that are increasingly becoming popular. Um, but it's, what we like to say in Ireland is we have the great golf courses, but it is about the complete package. Yes. So it is the 19th hole as well. Um, <laughs> it is about the, the great scenery, the food, the landscape, and the welcome in the clubhouse. It really, I think, pull, put, pulls the, uh, the entire golfing uh, package together and possibly differentiates us from, from competitors. It sounds like it's like none other. It's not, you're just not golfing. You're experiencing the country as well. Well, you are, and I think that's where, and as we, we call it the crack, which is the, the Gaelic word for for fun, and it's spelled C-R-A-I-C. Um, I, I think you know, we pride ourselves in, in, in the fact that the people are a big part of the experience um, in Ireland, whether you're golfing or whether you're trying around on a bike or whether you're uh, on a, uh, out with a, a private driver guide on a chauffeur drive FIT program. It's that interaction with locals which yeah. really does make the difference. And because we speak the same language, almost. Yes. You know, <laughs> um, it is... Those are the things that people remember where I think when they come back from any vacation, you expect to do great things, you expect to see wonderful uh, and unique uh, things when you travel, but sometimes it is the stories uh, and it's those memories that, that uh, stick with you, and it's those stories that you tend to share with your friends, and yes. hopefully that word of mouth then encourages others to visit. Again, it's that lovely moment that you just couldn't have anticipated. Today's podcast is brought to you by Tourism Ireland. There's never been a better time for your clients to enjoy an Ireland vacation. If you'd like more information on selling Ireland, visit Ireland.com. For further assistance, email the Tourism Ireland U.S. Trade Team at USTrade at TourismIreland.com and fill your heart with Ireland. I'm just staying on the sports theme for a moment. You spoke earlier about football, and that's just another huge opportunity for travel advisors to send clients to Ireland. Can you tell us what's happening on that level? Yes. So uh, we're looking forward to hosting um, U.S. college football uh, back in Dublin in uh, 2020, uh, August the 29th. Uh, Notre Dame will be playing Navy. And it is actually the third time they've played in Dublin. They did play back in uh, 2012. But the interesting thing this time around is this is part of the uh, Erlingus uh, U.S. College Football Classic. This is the first in a, a five-game series. So it's Notre Dame Navy in uh, 2020. It's Nebraska versus Illinois in 2021. And there will be future games announced. So anybody that's interested, you know, in, in college football, and particularly if you're, you know, you're a fan, a friend, or an alumni of any of those colleges, you really need to put August 29th or the last Saturday in August in your calendar. And what's interesting for us is when we look at the, the Notre Dame Navy game, we expect about 35,000 Americans to be there. Wow. And for many people traveling for these games, uh, Ireland might not have been on their radar screen, but this is a bucket list item for them. So this prompts them to say, we're going to go, I'm going to explore. So whilst the, the game is a day or the, the tailgating and the whole uh, football experience is the weekend, they, they stay for seven or 10 days yeah. and they, they golf, they tour around. And this is something new. Uh, and we really are establishing Dublin, I think, as the European home of, of US college football. That's very interesting to me. And like I said, it really opens up a new opportunity for travel advisors 
users, and it does sound like they should be jumping on this opportunity now, right? Because people in the know are going to be booking this. They are, and there are. I mean, right now um, there are a number of VIP packages available. Anthony Travel International has preferred that the lead agency on this. Uh, I know tickets will be made available more widely directly to to consumers. But again, if anybody is out there is looking to secure package or tickets and things, they should talk to Anthony Travel International. Okay, that's a good tip. Thank you for that. Um, and let's talk about the travel trade in particular and how important they are to Ireland and how you work with them. Well, they're very important to us. And uh, as a result of that, we do. We have a team here in New York that spends uh, a lot of their time working directly with the travel trade. Uh, about 30% of our business is still booked through the travel trade, which is a lot more than it would be in other markets. Yeah. Also, because when people are traveling from, you know, the East Coast or the West Coast or the Midwest, it's anywhere between three and 6,000 miles. You know, it's a significant investment and they want to make sure they have the, the very best vacation. So because we are trying to encourage more bespoke travel and trying to encourage people to get off the beaten track and trying to extend the season, uh, we spend a lot of time educating the, the travel trade. So through sales missions, through program of webinars, through our e-zines. Um, so we are very actively um, uh, out there and we have a team that uh, is focused on different segments of the market. So we have a fo- we're focusing on group travel, focusing on luxury travel, uh, and we do a lot with the retail consortia, uh, signature virtuoso travel leaders, and you will see us out at a lot, a lot of their. Pl- uh, conferences and platforms as well. Right. So again, uh, we've got lots of tools for them, fam trips, great content, video content. They can sign up for our e-zines. We have an island specialist program if they're interested in becoming a specialist. Um, and of course, we have a, a great website that can then help them. And, and again, a team and an e- a dedicated uh, uh, email contact, uh, which they can use to, to reach people, a human being directly. Uh, an actual will, person. A person who will help them and will take their request and, uh, and uh, uh, make sure that their, their needs are attended to. And so the website is? So the website is island.com. Easy, okay. And the uh, trade uh, email is uh, ustrade at tourismisland.com. Great. And as you say, there is a department waiting to hear from travel advisors because it's such an important part of your market. It's a really important part of our market. Um, we have a team led by Paul McDonough. Um, so again, if anybody uh, needs anything, they should reach out to us. Equally so, we hope to uh, engage with as many travel advisors as we tour around the country with our Fill Your Heart with Island Sales missions, which we bring to nine or ten cities each year. We, we bring around 15 partners, uh, industry from Ireland, again, to educate and also, obviously, to connect buyers and sellers together to you know to increase business. Okay, so that's another great opportunity for travel advisors to watch for it coming to their town. It is, city. it is, yeah. And yeah. We're, we're trying to open up new markets, and we, we've talked a little bit about some of them already, but I should probably worth mention some of your clients that can is out there, uh, the weddings market, weddings and honeymoons market, oh, uh, sure. celebrations market, generally speaking, we are promoting Ireland as a, obviously as an attractive destination for small multi-generational family groups. Um, it works extremely well, but increasingly we're seeing great interest in uh, Ireland as a honeymoon and a wedding destination. So we have the, those wonderful romantic castles and That's stately homes thinking. and manor houses, yeah. um, or you can you can take over you know, a stately home you know, uh, and have everything sort of custom and bespoke. But lots of you know lots of opportunities in that area, and I think a new area for for some you know for some of the uh, agents out there, um, and I think it's a new area that is of interest to you know to a lot of a lot of clients as well. Is it easy for someone in the U.S. to get married in Ireland that you know? Um, it's, it's certainly possible. It, it's, possible. It's, it's doable. It's okay. possible, and we can certainly provide that information. Yeah, um, so I'm sure there's details to it. Absolutely, it is. But it's absolutely and doable. Um, and again, we have we have content on the website. Ireland.com. Ireland.com. <laughs> yes. Uh, or, or 
feel free to make contact with one of our trade team as well. Just to talk through it, for sure. That sounds like a dream wedding and have your family there and take over an estate or a castle. It is. I mean, there's you know there's too many wonderful properties to mention, but I'll you know mention some of them: Dromolan Castle, Ashford Castle, Adair Manor, uh, the Culloden Estate in Northern Ireland. I mean, there's there's some wonderful properties and uh, a lot of private estates too. So they they offer um, great opportunities um, and really it's second to none and it's easy to do and because we have such direct great direct air access right. not only into Dublin but also into Shannon so if you're planning anything along the the wild Atlantic way which is the uh, one of the longest driving routes in the world Shannon is the, is, is the gateway and you're straight in there in less than six hours certainly from the east coast think of the Instagram moments right mm-hmm. I mean getting married and the coast uh, with the wild and the green it sounds so yeah. fantastic it's all about Instagram it's so all about where, Instagram you know, for if you sure. want to be out there on the, the Giants Causeway or Sleeve League and Donegal or on the Ring of Kerry or outside your you know, castle or Game of Thrones location uh, it's all doable yeah. uh, and I think that's where Ireland is is um, attractive to people because the industry and the suppliers on the ground are very solutions focused. Mm-hmm. They're very uh, they want to make things happen. They're innovative, um, and I think they really do go the extra mile. And I think if you're planning a trip, in particular if you're planning something in a, in a custom trip, you want that reassurance to know that um, it's, it's, it's going to it's going to happen. Uh, you're working with yeah. professionals, and um, uh, and they they want you to have. A, a memorable trip. They want you to come back and talk about it. They realize that's the whole goal of why you're there. Yeah. You mentioned Game of Thrones. What other film opportunities are there for someone to experience? Uh, Star Wars. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, the Return of, of the Last Jedi. That was filmed um, down in the southwest of Ireland, down in the Kerry. Skellig Michael, again, that was a very famous location. So again, they also, they filmed up in Port McGee and up in Donegal. So I suppose we say we have one of the, the biggest shows on the, the big screen being Star Wars and also one of the most popular shows on the small screen being Game of Thrones, yeah. which is filmed mainly in Northern Ireland, and there are many, many tours that you can take. There's 20 or 30 operators that offer different tours, but there's a huge number of filming locations. And whilst the series has now wrapped up, there are going to be a number of legacy projects. So yes. if we look to 2020, and if we look to sort of later in 2020, the Linen Mill Studios um, in Bambridge in County Down will be opening. Uh, it's a great opportunity to experience a lot of the sets and the stage there. If you tour around Northern Ireland, I mean, there's you can take in a whole tour. You can see Winterfell, you can see the Dark Hedges, you can go and see Westeros, and again, mainly in County Down and up in County Antrim. So, But Ireland has been a popular filming destination for many years, so it's not just Star Wars and it's not just right. Game of Thrones. I've said that they've been very important and they've, they've generated a lot of business and, and again have probably put destinations particularly Northern Ireland as it relates to Game of Thrones on people's bucket list right. who might not have had it on there before yes, right. but you know you can look back to other films like Waking Ned Divine and of course The Quiet Man yes film down in Kong which is just basically right right beside That's Ashford Ash- Castle yes. um, which is a, a wonderful property so it's, it's long been a filming destination because it's fantastic landscape and, and scenery and of course in terms of this creative arts and the, the film industry it has really developed over the last number of years so that the talent is there the technical talent is there the studios are there as well it's a great industry then it is a great industry and that there's and they're fairly competitive from a an incentives and financial perspective all right for sure for sure so much is going on um what is tourism ireland's overarching message uh to americans planning a trip to the island i think our overarching message is that First of all, there's never been a better time to visit. It is so easy to get there. It offers great value for money. Whatever type of experience you're looking for, 
it offers you an opportunity to really immerse yourself in the destination. And as I say, we've got a, people are looking for authentic and unique experiences. And above all, it offers a variety of experiences. So whether you're looking for an active vacation, you're looking for a luxury vacation, an escorted vacation, we have something for everybody. And I think that's, you know, over the last 10, 15 years, the breadth and depth of the experiences that are available in Ireland is vastly different to what it was um, 15, 20 years ago. So I would encourage people to give us a try. Uh, I don't think you'll be disappointed. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we have very high satisfaction levels, but we're not complacent and we continue to invest in that product. And above all, from a tourism island perspective, we're here to support the travel trade. We're investing significantly in the US market with our consumer campaigns. We've just launched a new campaign called Fill Your Heart with Ireland, and it really is designed to uh, encourage people to get off the beaten track, to travel into the regions, um, so travel along the wide Atlantic Way, explore Ireland's ancient east where you could have 5,000 years of history, uh, a lot of built heritage, Dublin and, and Northern Ireland. And we will be launching a new brand in Northern Ireland called Northern Ireland Experience a Giant Spirit later this year, actually, in the, well, I should say next year in the springtime. 2020. 2020, okay. um, as we sit here at the end of 2019. Yeah. So... There's, there's so much on offer, and so, so we're actively here uh, encouraging people to, uh, to inspire people, to get people excited about Ireland. Uh, so it's to getting, trying to connect with people based on their interests as well and passion points. So right. we're really targeting sort of six passion points. Food, living culture, which is festivals and events. Uh, and in 2020, we'll go away with the European capital of culture. So that's a, a huge opportunity for people. Uh, it's a year-round event. Sports tourism and screen tourism, soft adventure, and of course, culture. Yes, right. So many reasons to go, and it's Lots easy to get there. It's easy to get there, and I think that, that's critical, because people, when they're considering a vacation, they probably have two or three destinations on their, their list. And before they you know, go any further, they want to get a sense of, is it easy to get there? Is it affordable? And if you can tick the box against those two, then I think uh, they want to find out more in terms of what are the vacation options available, what can they do, and who they're going to book with. Right. It sounds like a, a no-brainer in so many ways. Mm -hmm. Before we go, let's talk about group travel and the different types of experiences that a visitor can have in that regard. Well, there's a whole variety, but uh, there's probably three or four themes that I could talk to that we really, I think Ireland delivers a, an exceptional experience. And these are three areas that we're focusing on here in the U.S. Uh, we're looking to... We're working on a number of faith-based groups. We're working with faith-based operators. Uh, also looking at a number of uh, supporting educational groups. Uh, and again, uh, we're working with the Educational Travel Consortium and some of their specialist operators, alumni groups, uh, art and architecture tours, houses and gardens tours, uh, as well as choral groups and performing bands. So Ireland um, offers some great venues around the island of Ireland. And also um, we're seeing an increasing number of, of performing bands. So some of them do go and um, perform in some of the St. Patrick's Day parades, but there are a lot of other opportunities as well. And the reason we're doing this is because, A, there's growing interest, but, uh, but increasingly these groups tend to travel out of season or outside, outside of the peak, and they also um, are very open to traveling into the, uh, the regions around, around the island of Ireland. And it's when you get off the beaten track, when you get out into those regions, that you really do get that authentic experience. So faith-based, music, um, educational, art and architecture and houses and gardens. Um, Ireland offers a very compelling um, and, and, and a very strong product. 
Great. So more reasons to go. And it certainly introduces people to the destination as well. So if they go on a special interest vacation, they can come back with their families or just keep coming back on their own. They, they can. And, and often, I mean, they're, they're, they're traveling as couples or they could be traveling as, primarily as, as maybe as couples as part of a group, an affinity group. Um, and they possibly, you know, they, they, they because of their interest, they go to different destinations every year. But Ireland certainly offers uh, some of the, the group travel offers great opportunities for visitors perhaps to come back a second time. Um, and we're also seeing uh, a significant increase in multi-generational groups, family groups, you know, so, you know, grandparents, parents and kids. Um, and again, we have a, a number of operators that can offer um, a variety of programs. And again, you can base yourself in Ireland, whether it's a hotel or you, you can base yourself in a, um, a you know, a self-catering uh, accommodation. Uh, you can you can do whatever you want. There's lots of different accommodation options. But again, they can operate a multi, uh, multi-track program, so activities and, and golf and cultural experiences, spas, uh, depending upon who's traveling. So that's where Ireland has really developed in terms of its, its accommodation product, particularly um, the spa product and the health and well-being product. Uh, and also, um, I think it's important to point out, because I know it's of interest to, um, to travelers, but also to agents, um, the importance of sustainability and making sure that the products are, that are offered are sustainably developed. Uh, and I think Ireland is very conscious of that as an island destination that we, whilst we want to grow our tourism and we want to share our destination with, with visitors from around the world, it's important that we do that in a sustainable way. And certainly from a tourism island perspective, uh, we've just developed a, a new three-year strategy. And underpinning that strategy, which prioritizes the need to s- spread the success and, and uh, which is about extending the season and getting, you know, promoting the unique, unique features of each of the uh, the regions, so developing that regional growth, promoting Northern Ireland, supporting Northern Ireland to, to realise its potential. Um, but to do it, it's, all of that is underpinned by a set of uh, sustainable marketing principles. So not rules, but they're principles. Right. Um, so we apply that to everything we do, and uh, I know increasingly our suppliers. Uh, on the island of Ireland, um, take sustainability and, and look at the way they they run and manage their businesses very seriously. Right. So a great foundation for a really positive movement in the industry, sustainability. Absolutely. Fantastic. Is there anything that we haven't touched upon that you would like to include? No, I think we've pretty. I think we've covered a, a lot, right. of, a lot of ground. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. It's lovely to chat with you. You've got me inspired to go. Um, I am an O'Brien, and I have to go back and uh, trace my roots. I have yet to do that. So uh, thank you for the inspiration. Well, you're very welcome, and uh, let us know when you decide to travel. We'll do. Thank you. What a great conversation with Alison Metcalf of Tourism Ireland. Remember to visit Ireland.com for more information to fill your heart with Ireland.